0: Hello. Hello. And welcome to take 2 of series 2 of episode 3 of Just Another Football Podcast with me Danny Miller and me Josh Betley. Our 1 year anniversary is today. Woo. Um, just before we were rudely interrupted. Just before we were rudely interrupted. By a mouse. By a uh, mouse. I was um,
1: going to say that it's the podcast anniversary and not our anniversary. Yeah, not
0: our anniversary, the podcast anniversary. Um, and we've got so much to talk about, so much has happened, so we better crack on. Um, but we're going to start with the Berry and Bolton situation. Oh, I um, don't care about Berry. Two contrasting Safe. situation. Josh is currently sat here in his fucking Bolton shirt from when they were in the Premier League. Um... Tell me um, about what's happened, about Pink Floyd and... Pink Floyd? Yeah, the drummer from Pink Floyd is one of the investors. Amazing. My yeah. new
1: favourite band. Yeah. i going to have to go and download all their albums. Yeah. But I, I we'll do it illegally, so I don't have yeah. to
0: pay.
1: Um, so, Classic came out yesterday that the reason the deal's taken so long is because Ken Anderson has been a dick at every turn, basically. Yeah. Classic. Um... I obviously like to think the best of people, so I thought maybe he wasn't being as much of a dick as everyone says he was, but it turns out he was. (laughs) Um, It's a shame it's taken this long, really. Um, But hopefully, a bit of stability...
0: Yeah, and it looks like they're going to put some money in as well. Um, has there been any links on managerial things there? My uh, shout. Kevin Nolan's yeah. the only one I've seen. My shout is, Ke- is Kevin Nolan. He knows the club, he's played for them. Um, and if they're going to put money in, a sci- like a, a manager like him, I think will do a good job there. My first ever England kit had number 11 Nolan on the back. Fucking hell. Because...
1: At that time, number four was always Gerrard, number seven was Beckham, and number eight was Scholes and then Lampard. And oh. I thought, with Scholes retiring after Euro 2004, Lampard would shift to number eight and get yeah. Kevin Nolan in there. Not sure where it would have fitted in <laughs> Sven would have probably played him out on the left, yeah, just probably. like everyone else. Probably. Yeah. Um,
0: and the sad situation, uh, as as happy as it's been for Bull and the sad situation at Berry. Who were um, Berry? Who were they?
1: <laughs> no, that's... Uh, Yeah, it's not ideal, really.
0: It looks like, um, so what they've done is they've asked to be reinstated into the EFL. Um, As far as we know, we're currently recording this at 12 o'clock on on Thursday. We don't know if the EFL are going to say yes, whether that's a possibility, um, whether any of the staff and players have been paid yet. We don't know. Uh, Nobody knows. So it's going to be interesting to see how that develops over the next week or so. but it's just nice to have at least one of those clubs that have found an investor mm. and that have been saved. Especially, bearing in mind, I have to say that last night um, when the news came out that they'd been taken over, there was a a little celebration by me. You've made me care about Bolton. Yay. Um, anyway. Did you see Bobby
1: Madley's tweet yesterday before the news came out about Bolton? Because Bolton versus Berry is supposed to be in like a couple of weeks. Yeah. And he said, if both clubs went out of, um, were expelled, they should put on Bolton versus yeah, Old Trafford. Yeah, Old Trafford.
0: Yeah, I yeah. did see that. Yeah, that would be such a good, such a good idea.
1: I mean, I'd go. Yeah,
0: I would go as well. But it's go. not
1: going to happen now because we're safe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> as you can tell, Josh, I've Champions a lot of League, football. Champions League. Here we come. <laughs> um, anyway, let's move on to some decent, well-funded teams. Um, I thought you were going <laughs> to say
1: decent football then.
0: <coughs> well. Some Sometimes, yeah. yes, sometimes, no. Well, we're going to start with what was probably uh, not very decent football by one team, but quite decent football by another. Aston Villa versus Everton. They finished 2-0 to Aston Villa. Um, Villa versus Everton is the most played top-flight fixture in history, played 202 times, with the Merseyside derby just behind with 200. You know, greedy bastards, Everton. Yeah, I know. They just love playing in the top flight. Um, I, I thought Aston Villa played really well. Um, and I thought that they outperformed Everton on Friday. Um, tell me about Wesley and his, the importance of his...
1: Wesley uh, has all the attributes of a centre-forward you want at a team that is looking to survive in the Premier League. Yeah. He's big... He's actually surprisingly mobile, holds the ball up really well, but he's actually really good with his feet as well, brings the players around him into play and he occupies defenders. Uh-huh. Like he and was thought... getting the ball and there was like two on him all the whole time. <coughs> and
0: I thought on Friday he did that particularly well, bearing in mind that he was up against two um, like experienced Premier League defenders and he looked like a natural, he brought other players into play and he did all the things that you want to see from that sort of big striker I'm, he's not just a big lump, you know what I mean? I've got a bold statement. Go on. If Crystal Palace bought him, they'd come in the top ten.
1: Maybe I'm just too a bit... Early,
0: too early for maybe me Maybe I'm just a bit that. giddy well, on the fumes of Bolton's survival. Yeah. <laughs> but. I think, you know what, he's, he's been a great signing for Villa um, so far. I know he hasn't scored in the first few games, but he played very, very well on Friday. And actually, he's played quite well in the last few games, mm-hmm. but without any reward he I gives think.
1: them that focal point that they sort of really need.
0: Yeah, 100%. And I think he can only get better. And I think and he, he was he was close to getting in. I said when you sent me the team of the week the other day, like he would have been in mine probably, he would have just about got in. He was he was there. Yeah, he's but there it, or
1: thereabouts. Uh, oh, it, oh, it was yeah, I think the yeah, we we'll, we'll get onto that in a bit as to why I didn't pick him. Um as well, so like with Villa, it would be so easy for uh, Jack Grealish is like the standout player in that team Yeah. Uh, uh, if people are analysing their like, strongest 11 they probably go we need to take Grealish out of the game but actually with Wesley in the team they sort of take that dis- he, he sort of
0: distracts them away from Grealish yeah. and Grealish has sort of gone under the radar a little bit yeah and uh, he took um, El Mohamedi out and brought Gilbert in and he also was excellent mm-hmm. he had an excellent game um, up and down that right he brought J- uh, Jotter in as well um who i think Martin Tyler was commentating hotter he kept calling him why is it diogo jota and then will it hotter? be is know. he from two different places i don't know but i'm going to call him jota anyway otherwise i the, there's
1: I'm... a cricketer that he looks just like and is i was it? like oh my god it's imran tahir he
0: he uh, he uh, played really well as well and got his assist for wesley wesley's goal which was great but everton's defending on the goal and everton's general play throughout the match was Pretty terrible. Literally the same bloke. Oh, it does look very similar, yeah. I yeah, got the same beard. Yeah. That's not a great
1: beard, that. No, it's uh That is um religion based. Ah, okay, fair. so before you get struck down by a yeah yeah.
0: yeah, yeah,
1: Strong beard. <laughs> strong beard game. Um, reporter's called Ian Bolton on the team. Is this going
0: to be a thing? This is just. I sort of prefer yeah. doing it here with the sneeze on in the back. Sky Sports. To be fair, Scott, what Sky Scott, Scott Sports <laughs> did, just going back to Bolton for a second. ...was a disgrace. They had like a countdown to liquidation. Amazing. Which was a fucking joke. Uh, Anyway, back to Everton. They played really poorly. And uh, last night in the Carabao Cup... ...they were down within 29 seconds. They were down uh, to Lincoln City... ...of League Two. Um, So, you know, they're not playing great football at the moment. They did win yesterday. Richarlison, embarrassingly, last night... ...held up his shirt... Um, like you know the messy celebration but he held it the wrong way uh, so the number was facing, facing him. he just wanted to check what his number was what a fucking knob anyway they played not very well at all their, their football they just can't put the ball in the back of the net but also what got me on Friday the most was their back four just seemed so disjointed like Yeri Mina and Michael Keane for me like is that is that a Defence that you're saying, right, we're gonna go and I know they've kept lots of clean sheets and like but for me, like you look across that back four and Schneiderlin as well, and you say, is that top seven material? Like, is that a break into the top six material? I don't I just don't think it is.
1: But a lot of those clean sheets last
0: season were with Zuma playing at the back. Yeah. Um Which I think is a is a huge step up for Everton from what they've got.
1: Yeah. Um Marco Silva as a manager is not... what he, His capabilities are not based around sound defence. He's more a sort of uh, an attacking manager. But they can't score. Yeah, but that's because they've got shit centre-forwards.
0: Yeah. I just think they've spent all this money, they've brought in all of these players over the last three or four years since um, that, that new uh, chairman came in. and Mas- uh, yeah. And they've spent all this money and they just they just haven't... Done. They they've brought they've panic bought at times mm-hmm. and they haven't brought in quality for the money that they've spent. I think they spent one hundred and forty million this year. Like, to a lot of them started last night and again they looked very very unconvincing. I know Alex Awobi scored, but <coughs> you're talking about like d- it was nice to see Delft back playing. But how mm-hmm. how many games is he going to play this season? Sidibe played last night, unconvincing. Awobi <laughs> got his goal. And he, to be fair, he looked all right when he came on last week, but he's a 1-in-10 he's a player.
1: I think, at the moment, I just don't think he's got the balance right of his team at all. So he's starting with Rich Richarlison, Sigurdsson and Bernard, and they, he took all three of those players off on yeah. Friday. So they, they started with their three creative attacking players on and ended the game with none of them on, and they had Walcott, Iwobi and... Uh, moist Keen. Moist Keane. Um, the affectionately named Moist Keane. <laughs> um, and I'd just maybe he can only start with two of those, or maybe he pushes Richarlison up into the centre-forward position yeah. and plays Walcott or Owobi out on. But out then
0: wide. Walcott had his chances. Last I mean, week. in
1: the second half, they did everything but score.
0: Yeah, that's. I think that's fair. But at the same time, like... <coughs> they didn't create enough against the Aston Villa side That have just come up yeah. And for me that is worrying If they were getting in the positions And they weren't scoring Which they, I mean once I would say Like Walcott, it happened to Walcott But the rest of the time I can't say that I was particularly impressed By their attacking play mm-hmm. And like I worry I, I, I maintain Marco is the first to go this season in terms of my, my managerial casualties. Okay. Um. Anything else to say on that game? New no. beautiful. Uh, all right, let's move on. Uh, to oh, I do have one more thing oh, to say. On. The atmosphere at Villa Park. Yeah. Excellent. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to try and get down there this season. I think. For Newcastle, oh, okay. Aston Villa. Oh, Because yeah. there's quite a big rivalry between Aston Villa and Newcastle after the whole sob on the time. What, like, who's going to get
1: relegated rivalry?
0: That's yeah, sort of thing. yeah. Sound. Yeah. Um, well, you fucking say that! I can't I wait really. to talk about that. Um, Brighton nil, Southampton 2. Uh, since the start of last season, only Spurs have scored more Premier League goals from outside the box from than Southampton, who are level with Man City on 15.
1: Um... Tell me
0: about... That's what Everton
1: need to be doing, because Southampton don't have strikers that can score
0: either. Yeah, and I just need to shoot from outside the box. Pop shots, yeah. Um, Tell me about um, what happened pre-game to Florian Andone. Have you seen this?
1: What happened pre-game?
0: Yeah. No. So, one of the uh, Brighton players, uh, I think, spat something out or, um, like, lobbed his chewy out of his mouth and he went to kick it and he kicked Florian Andone in the back of the foot. And um, he wasn't very happy about it, to say the least. Oh, dear. And I feel like that, he carried it, that into the game by essentially doing, a, like, a, a karate kick on... I can't remember who the tackle was on, but it was not a very good challenge... That's no,
1: really have oh, I written it. it? It wasn't a great. I I don't think there was any, any malice behind it because it no. was it was so, so clumsy He tried done. to
0: get his body like around, but yeah, he just and he, went about he get, completely he just, the wrong he,
1: way. Said, he caught the like above the shin pad with his heel, sort of thing, didn't he? Yeah, was, yeah. I mean, he didn't have any complaints. To be fair, he went straight off, but yeah. it, it ruined the game really from Brighton's perspective. And they 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 were actually in it most <coughs> of the time with eleven men. It would have been a, they wouldn't have lost it. To think. be
0: fair, I thought this was more the Brighton that we'd see this season. Um, and and what it, with ten men? Well, no, no, like metaphorically, just the sort of like the football that they played, and they just didn't. It was just quite an it was quite an uninspiring game. Let's be honest. Um, but Southampton just looked like they wanted it more. Mm-hmm. And this is a game that Brighton should be targeting. And like, even though they were undone by a very good finish by Gineppo, who looks a decent player, you have to say. Um, and it was nice to see Buffal back in the side. Um, and his his work for Redmond's goal was very good. But I just thought that Brighton, they didn't particularly look... When Andone went off, I just felt like they just went, well, well, we're not going to win now. Yeah. And that is a big, big problem, especially against who was going to be a relegation rival this season. They
1: did create chances, though. They did? I don't, I've changed. And that,
0: again, that's the worry. Like, Can they put them away? Have they got enough to be able to put them away? I'm not sure they have. Glenn Murray, obviously, is scored a lot of goals for them last season. Can he do that again this season? Another year older... I'm not so sure. Not on a consistent basis, anyway. Um, how did you think Southampton looked?
1: Uh, they've sort of taken their time to get going, haven't they? Um, yeah. With Hassan Hootl, they're, they're going to be absolutely fine. They just need a centre-forward to score ten goals. Like, they can't be relying on Nathan Redmond.
0: No, that's true.
1: Especially, um, he's now injured, I've just seen it on there. Left the ground on crutches last night. Oh, did he? Great. Yeah, which um, is a shame, because...
0: Well, they've got yeah. Ings. Um Shea Adams. Shea Adams, who missed a good chance on uh, (coughs) Saturday. You know, it's going to be interesting. I don't think they're going to get
1: relegated. They're going to be comfortably 16th or something. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, We've missed our um, early kick-off on Saturday, so we're going to go back and do that now. Uh, Norwich versus Chelsea. Uh, Finished 3-2 to Chelsea. Brilliant game. Uh, The average age of Chelsea's starting 11 against Norwich today, uh, sorry, on Saturday, was 25 years and 54 days. The youngest in a Premier League match since, can you think when? For Chelsea? Yeah. Last week? No. Since November 2012 uh, against West Brom when uh, Roberto Di Matteo was manager. That was 24 years and 261
1: days. Um, Norwich showed a lot of spirit. This is a worry for Chelsea, right? Game week three, they only had six on the bench. Did they? Yeah. So they had someone pulled out, who pulled Pedro pulled out late, so Barkley started. But they only had six on the bench.
0: Yeah, but they might have only taken...
1: But I thought you all, you always take, like, two travelling squad members to just, like, go and sit on
0: the bench. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. And that's as match of the day lied to me. Uh Yeah, they did. Yeah.
0: They only had... uh. Tamori. Tomori... he's good. But why Giroud, Cavaliero, William, and Marcus Alonso on the bench... i tell you what... Again... Even though Chelsea won the game... You... Uh, you do worry for Chelsea... Bearing in mind they conceded two against Norwich... I know they were away from home... I know they are against the Norwich side... That played very well against Newcastle last week... And played, I thought, very well on Saturday as well... And Puki scored again... And... Um, but, it, you know, they were unconvincing for a lot of that game, I thought. and uh, Defensively, yeah. Yeah. Attacking them. I mean, ta- how much confidence will those goals give Tammy Abraham, by the way? Huge. Yeah? Absolutely huge. Um, Do you think he'll get called up?
1: I will chat about that later. Okay. I've picked my squad. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: <clears throat> no, is the long and short of it. There we go. <laughs> I thought you going um, to tell us later. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> God, I really know how to sell a surprise. Yeah. Um,
0: can che- you tell we've been doing this for
1: a year? What, because I sound so utterly Wait. bored? Um, <laughs> a year straight. We just, well, we just yeah. stop recording. Yeah, yeah. We don't actually move. Yeah. Um, unbeat- Chelsea are unbeaten in 16 meetings versus Norwich, dating
0: back to 1994. Wow. That's cool. Um, Mason Mount scored again. I thought he had another good game. Um, Again, we're going to talk about England call-ups later. My question was, England? Do you think he'll get called up? Um, He's already had one call-up.
1: Yeah, I do, because of lack of better alternatives who have actually played football.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um, What did you think of Norwich's overall... Um, bear in mind, they played Liverpool on the first day. They've had quite a tricky start, and they've taken... Um, They've only taken three points off Newcastle. But losing 4-1 to Liverpool in the second half, they were much better. Great 4-0 win against Newcastle. And then a 3-2 loss at home to Chelsea where they didn't just roll over and let Chelsea basically take them up the bum. They played very good football and they played the same sort of football that Farker is um, trying to push on that squad. He was adamant in his pre- in his post match as well. Uh,
1: I'm not gonna. I've not quite perfected the camp German accent yet. But when I do, I will be getting that impression out. But so I'm not <laughs> gonna ruin myself on. I was gonna say no, national you've, Well, Radio. you've got you've
0: got you've got um, what thirty five weeks. Thirty five more weeks to do that. Or
1: whatever it is. Um, yeah, he, he said that's how they're gonna play. They're not gonna change how they're gonna play. That's and good. Prob- probably for the uh, for the entertainment value of us all.
0: Yeah, because it was a it was a good game, and I think that Norwich. Have, I I know we've got them both rock bottom of the league, kind of. Um, but
1: that you only have to win one in three games to stay up, basically, and they've done that so far.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um. Anything more on that game? Um. Was there a foul on Tammy Abraham for the Norwich opener? Not for me. No, not for me. It was. It was. He's a big lad. Like, he should be stronger than yeah, that. He's yeah, gone yeah, over yeah. like a sack of well, spots. Well, he
0: did that. I think he did that last week as well. He was yeah. going over quite easily. He needs to learn to just stay on his feet. Um, because we saw, on, we'll get onto this, but we saw in the Liverpool game that he, if you stay on your feet, you can get decisions yeah. now, which is good. 100%. Uh,
1: as bad as we, you said Chelsea were defensively, Kepa should have done better for the second goal. Yes, 100%. Opinion. But I thought
0: it was a good finish by Pukki.
1: Yeah, really good finish, but like... He's just given him that half of the goal to go into. Yeah. Um, do you think Chelsea should have had a penalty? Steeper man foul allows They looked at it on VAR, and again, they didn't look at all the angles. They took one look at it and said <sighs> no. And it it was a oh, stonewaller. Absolute, yes, yes. Absolute yeah, stonewaller. Like, there are some other decisions that we'll talk about later in other games that I agree weren't changed, but that was... Oh, yeah. But
0: oh. when they don't have all the angles, it's so difficult, man. So but it,
1: difficult. it wasn't that they didn't have all the angles. They just took one look at it and went, on. oh, no, it's fine. Shit. Um And then I thought there was a foul on Krull. Uh, Chelsea had a fourth goal ruled out.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah I thought it was a foul. Uh, yeah, Giroud just backing into him.
1: Because if Giroud's not there, he catches the ball easily. Yeah, so. definitely.
0: And he, he hit him before... Like, Krull had his arms outstretched and mm-hmm. he, like, jumped into a bit. Yes. Um, Alright then, Man United 1, Crystal Palace 2. What a game. Uh, Classic, we give Jordan you hate for the last two weeks and he scores. I know. Um, it's the first... Uh, Crystal Palace have scored first in a league match at Old Trafford since uh, November 1979. It's the first time when David Swindlehurst put them one 0 up before eventually drawing one one. Um so Jordan scored. Um there was a few penalty shouts in this game. Bloody hell yeah. Um, VAR first. You know if Palace, in their last twelve
1: visits to Old Trafford before Saturday had taken one point. Wow. Bloody hell
0: That's a that's a mad start that I yeah. love it. Um Martial <laughs> pulled by Kelly.
1: Ooh yeah, that was that was an absolute stonewaller for me.
0: The thing is that you will have, and we'll, we've got another penalty decision to talk about later on, you will find people that don't think that's a penalty and that's why the VAR can't give it because it's not... Yeah. For me, those type of tackles are stonewall, but for I think when you're talking about this in general, it's a very 50-50 thing. This is my view on it. Kelly is not
1: making any attempt to play yes, the ball. The totally only thing yeah. he is trying to do is stop Martial getting to the ball. He's got two hands on him. Yeah. Like, one hand on him like is, is borderline, but he's...
0: Yeah, he's literally yeah. pulling him back. I mean,
1: he does sort of throw himself on the floor, like, but...
0: The next one was the one that was given, them, and McTominay one. Um,
1: yeah, that was a penalty. Yeah, that was a
0: penalty. Rashford hit the post. After everything that's happened this week...
1: To be fair, he absolutely smashed that penalty. That was just a bit unfortunate. He like hit the inside yeah, of the post. Yeah, I
0: mean, literally uh, two centimetres to the right.
1: Yeah, I, the I think that's just summed up United's week, really. Yeah, definitely. Um, Kelly again, but on Rashford this time. Um, they didn't really give us any effort. I mean,
0: I don't think so. Again, it was another 50-50, so to overturn yeah. it would have be. been. It would take a lot. And it they... For red cards and penalties, it's taken so much to overturn them. Yeah. Like, which is good, mm-hmm. because it's leaving it in the hands of the referee, really. But, yeah, you know, you would rather have correct decisions. But, again, it's a 50-50 one that some people would would agree with and some people would disagree with. Um, Daniel James scored one of the goals of the weekend, I thought. He also got booked for a dive when he was very clearly caught. Yes, but he dived last week, and I think he's going to be one of those players that we watch... And we see a couple of these decisions um, against this season. He's going to be one... Because he's quick. Yeah. Because he's quick. Um, brilliant goal, though, to yes. up, But 1-1. In the 89th minute as well, you thought, right, home, like the team that are going to go on to win this, if, if there is a team, is Man United. But on the break, Crystal Palace, straight up the other end. 93rd minute, I think it was. Patrick van Aonholtz sticks it in the back of the net. Great finish. Great win for Palace. Roy Hodgson tactically got that game spot on. Mm-hmm. He is, he. he's a very good
1: manager of club football. Week in, week out, when he can drill players defensively and he's in charge of a team that don't have to be the creative spark. This is why he shouldn't have been England manager because that's not his kettle of fish.
0: Yeah. And as well, he's kind of, if you look at all the teams he's managed, when he's done well, Fulham, for example, he never had... a any big, I know he's got Zaha now, but he never had any big superstars in that squad, really. He never had, he had just a really solid core of players. I mean, Danny Murphy was his captain, for fuck's sake. Like, there's no one less inspiring than Danny Murphy. Like, so to show the sort of core he can build, like, proves that he's a good manager, but at the same time, sometimes... Like he got it spot on on Saturday, but they'll go and play. I don't know. They'll go, they'll go and play, um, like in the cup, and they'll lose like four 0 to like Berry. Well, not Berry, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like yeah, Alden yeah, or someone they'll go and lose like four nil, and it's like, where is that tactical now? Then you know what I mean.
1: Patrick um, Van Arnholt's a player that we've given like a serious amount of stick to as well because we do feel that like, he's a winger. Yeah. he wasn't good enough to be a winger. But that
0: just proves it. That just proves it. He's I know he's up the other end. He's put it away. He scored some great goals for 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 Sunderland when he was there. He scored some great goals on the counter attack, uh, and and up that left hand side. I just think they should give him a chance on that, um, on that side. He's
1: only the second player to score a 90th-minute winner against United in the Premier League. Oh,
0: really? I'm not sure who the other one is, because they didn't tell me that. Right, that goal... Well, sorry, you know what I was just saying? Mm-hmm. Crystal Palace, they lost on Tuesday to Colchester on penalties at home. Colchester, where I'm going to be spending
1: seven weeks.
0: Oh, well, in the winter. that'll be great. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, that, I'm I mean, that's the perfect... That's the perfect example. That's the perfect example of what I've just been talking about. Go on, sorry.
1: For... Palace is winner Pogba yes. gives the ball away doesn't track
0: back yeah classic Pogba just he's just lazy he's so yeah. lazy man he's just lazy. so lazy if he was in my team if he was at Newcastle he, he he would get no matter how good he was there would be so much stick from the fans yeah about it um, any more to say
1: on that game um, just something I want to clarify in the first half Cahill was the last man uh, before the keeper and made a foul I think it was on Martial when he was only booked mm-hmm. and there was a lot of sort of, but like why is he not sent off why is he not sent off and i just like to clarify I believe the rule is because he made an attempt to play the ball now only a yellow card
0: yeah just for anyone that was wondering there he was actually Cahill I thought was very unlucky not to make the team of the week this week
1: mm-hmm.
0: but arguably but, there were just two better players I Matip
1: mean, uh, Matip oh, was nearly in last week and so he's, Yeah, he's, added to this week. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um all right, Sheffield United 1, Leicester two. Um Ollie McBurney has scored eight headed goals in England's top four tiers since the start of last season. Only Jaden Stockley and teammate Billy Sharp, Jaden Stockley with twelve and Billy Sharp with nine have netted more goals in this manner. Um Vardy scored against his the rival of his boyhood club. Loved the celebration. Great celebration. Great tweet afterwards as well. What did he tweet? He tweeted being like, um, always nice to score, and then tweeted a picture of an owl. Um, Amazing. Which was great. Um, he scored 10-13 in 13 yeah. under Rodgers. He's, you know what? He has to score the goals for um, Leicester this season because I can't see many coming from... Anywhere else. Anywhere else. And who's their backup striker, Ian Acho still? Yeah. Okazaki is not there anymore Um, Azure is not there anymore and I'm sure that we'll get um, I'm sure we'll get a message from Ollie about this but you know last night they put out a really good team against Newcastle in the Carabao Cup didn't really uh, Madison scored a a deflected free kick but other than that didn't really look like scoring Mm -hmm. and and, you know (sighs) a cup is going to be on their hit list this season Definitely. Carabao Cup is winnable for them. Mm -hmm. But, you know, how old's Vardy now? 31?
1: Yeah, early 30s.
0: Can he play?
1: I think so, yeah, because of... Do you think? Yeah, because I'd say his football age isn't 32 because he's a bit of a late bloomer.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I just don't know if he's got... I just don't know if they've got enough goals in their side and... uh, I know they obviously Vardy scored and um, Harvey Barnes scored probably the goal of the what weekend. What a goal. What a finish. No keeper in the world saving that.
1: For me, Leicester have to have top six ambitions. Yes, they, they definitely. can They can be a little secret.
0: I think they're one or two signings away from
1: yeah. top six. For me. But if one of the other teams has a poor season,
0: yeah, you never know. Um, Sheffield United will be disappointed not to hang on to that, even though it was a great goal that undid them. Mm-hmm. Um as, as good a win it was for Leicester, it was probably as disappointing that Sheffield United threw it away. Really,
1: yeah. Second week in a row that Chris Wilder has said effort doesn't demand an applause.
0: Well, you know.
1: I completely he, see where he's
0: coming yeah, from. Yeah, it it gets you so far. Gets you so far. <coughs> um, should they have anything to be worried about? Obviously, Ollie McBurney's off the mark now. Uh,
1: no, I think they should just they just need to keep playing the way they are. 'Cause they're yeah. gonna pick up points.
0: Yeah, definitely at home. Definitely at home.
1: I think all the teams that haven't been promoted <clears throat> will be sort of a little bit apprehensive because none of the three teams that have come up have looked out of their depth completely. There's normally one team where you're like
0: Yeah, oh yeah, and you're like
1: Oh dear. Yeah. 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 But that that's not happened no. so far. So
0: No, it's exciting. It's exciting. Um anything more on that game? No Watford won West Ham 3 West Ham are the first club To have as many as 150 different goal scorers In the Premier League Following Sebastian Haller's First goal for the club Decorion Lanzini Penalty? Yeah Yeah Um, Haller got in your team of the week He did Probably just over um, Wesley Um, Brilliant performance by him Two great goals Um Obviously, we said in the first podcast of the year that um, West Ham haven't had a goal scorer of over, I think it was 10, maybe 15 goals um, since 19, 1999. Mm-hmm. Do you think Haller's the sort of player that can get those 15 goals or does he need a bit more time? Um, he can definitely be that player. But
1: again, it depends on the service he's provided. Yeah. So happy to see Yarmolenko back in the team.
0: Yeah, the horrible injury
1: I'd forgotten he existed he well he's an international class footballer yeah he's, he's
0: quality I can he remember that goal
1: he scored against England I think in like 2011 or something mm-hmm. oh, At 35 yards yeah unbelievable unbelievable um, Watford this is why I don't think my, I think Abby Grazia needs to be worried about his job
0: more than Marco Silva, seven successive defeats and no clean sheet in the last 18 games. Well, they're, in the last 15 games, they would only have 13 points, along with Brighton. Yeah, it's it's relegation form. It is, and, you know, there was no... Um, there was no Troy Deeney's got an injury, and they just looked a little bit hapless, even though they got their goal. Like, at the back, you know we talked about players like De and um and uh, Pereira staying, but you know I just don't think it's enough. They didn't bring in enough. They there was I remember a tweet going out and it was like, Be excited for tomorrow new sign in and they signed fucking Craig Dawson. And they signed Wellbeck as and well. And they signed Welbeck, who he, was came on. Yeah. Like didn't really do anything. I tell you what, that Ismail Sar Ismail Sar, I think that's how you say it he's um, Senegalese yeah he? he looks he looks decent he's he's come over with quite a reputation but you know that front four of West Ham Yarmolenko Lanzini Anderson Halle how good is Lanzini know, if they can stay fit if Lanzini can stay fit they, see, that's I a could, hell of a front I could from see him bottom. being bought by
1: a top six club though like a, if he can stay fit yeah that's like the problem a, like a January uh, sort of deal like I don't know say Son and Lucas Moura get injured
0: yeah I mean, for me, West Ham are still again, a couple of players away from challenging for that top six, mm-hmm. um, a midfielder um, and probably a, a right full back for me away from challenging for that, for those places. But, you know, I think they finally found what they haven't had over the last few seasons in, um, in Halle. And yeah. just a, a goal scorer that can come in and score goals. And to have somebody like Hernandez that can come off the bench mm-hmm. is, is a really good thing. And they were just solid in that game. Didn't ever look like losing. When um, Hughes did miss an open goal. He did. Miss of the season Oh so my far. goodness. Probably I mean, going to be miss of the he, season. He's, he's
1: coming in at such pace that you can sort of sympathise because it's just, it's just hit, hit the wrong bit of his foot. And, yeah.
0: But uh, I, think, I think it was at 0-0 or 1-0 that happened. But there's huge problems for Gracia. Yeah, Huge I've problems. written
1: here, Foster with some unreal defence when he <laughs> dispossessed the ball off of, uh, I think it was Aller. <coughs> uh, and then I've written, Foster versus West Ham, question mark. Uh, yeah, it was It was like that at times. It was just being peppered. just want to give a shout-out to Mark Noble, who, uh, on the 15-year anniversary of his debut, scored. And since he made his West Ham debut... Uh, only three players have scored more Premier League penalties wow. but I didn't find out who I was supposed to do that <laughs> I could probably make an educated
0: guess but uh, yeah bit of a shout out for Mark Noble yeah brilliant uh, any more to say on that game? no um, right on to the late kickoff of Saturday it was Liverpool 3 Arsenal 1 uh, Liverpool have equaled their club record 12 successive league wins which was set between uh, April and October 1990 um, so, 12 in this year, obviously, uh, 1990, 11 in 2014 under Brendan rogers and 11 in 1982. Uh, we'll start with Arsenal. Um, Not one at Anfield in
1: seven visits and one point in last seven games versus the top six in which
0: they have conceded wow. the first goal. Wow. They concede, they roll over. Yes. Um. However, I thought it was a much-improved Arsenal side that lost uh, last season 4-0 away at Anfield nice. um, you could see the progression that Emery's put in place, however the problems that we have uh, the problems that Arsenal have had and the problems that we sort of brought up in the first week after the um, transfer window David Luiz, not good enough I've um, just written in there, as game. you can
1: see in capital letters times what two. is David Luiz doing and then brackets times two <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean the, the, the one on Salah
1: with the uh, penalty. the penalty? He said what it was. He, he said it was a like a just a
0: natural reaction the, type of challenge. It was a penalty. Okay, it was a stonewall penalty. However, the problem I have is that they need to be referees need to be consistent mm-hmm. throughout the league, and at the moment that is not penalized in every single game across the yeah. across the league, and it should be. Um, Salah didn't go down, and I think that that was a in a way. It was a good thing that he didn't and the penalty was still given because it proves that players just don't have to go down anymore to win penalties. And I think that, I mean, he put the penalty away unbelievably well mm-hmm. and I thought he had a great game. He's unlucky to miss out on the on the team of the week. Um, but, you know, especially for the last goal Salah got through and again put it away, David Luiz just had no desire to get back. Like, yeah. he got done and then he just jogged back. And this is, this is the problem with David Luiz. Don't get me wrong, eight, 8 million quid is a steal. It's an absolute bargain. Mm-hmm. However, it's not, like I said when I wrote the um, review of the, of, the, uh, of the transfer window, it's just not enough for, for Chelsea. I've only ever seen him play it very well in the back three because he's protected by the other two defenders that are around him. I have a quote here from Jonathan
1: Pearce on Match of the Day Arsenal will not win anything with this back four. Yes. I have a solution. Okay. There are three players coming back from injury yeah. who I think should walk straight into the team. Bellerin? Yes. Tierney? Yes. Rob Holding? Yes. Now, he set up with a diamond on the weekend, which I thought was a little bit odd given you're playing against Liverpool, who's full-back to <laughs> yeah. their like, biggest attacking threat. However... It was the
0: fucking widest diamond I've ever seen. The widest diamond I've
1: ever seen. But then fe- there was this little feature they did where they put, they threw a blanket down over the four midfielders who were in a perfect diamond shape, but about five metres apart from each other, and the ball got f- switched out to Robertson, and he had, like, half the pitch to just run into. <laughs> Now, that 4-4-2 diamond could double up as, like, a a 3-4-3 type thing if you play David Luiz in that sitting position where, actually, he was quite good for Chelsea. Yeah, he was,
0: yeah. The season they won the title under... Not under Conte, the one before that. Mourinho. Um, Yeah, he was unreal. Is that the season I'm thinking
1: of? And Bellerin and Tierney are actually quite... They're, like, natural wing-backs, really. Um... So for me, I feel like that is a, a system that could work. Like, a Do you so- know what
0: as well? I, d- I don't think they should look over Mavropanos as well. He came in last season and had some really good games and he's only young mm-hmm. he can come in and um, do a job, especially in a back five where he's a little bit protected as well. I think you talk, you're you looking at Socrates, David Luiz, Mavropanos slash holding in a back five with Bellerin and Tierney on either side. Fucking hell, that, that is that is a... A top four defense, in my opinion, in my opinion, um. But Liverpool, they just looked a class above. As good as players like Pepe were, uh, for Arsenal, um, he had a, he had a chance Caneli's in the first half at quick, nil nil, nil. He had a chance at nil uh, yeah. nil in the first half. Arsenal had, Arsenal had chances. Um and Terreira came on and changed changed it for Arsenal. As good as the those players were, Liverpool just never looked really like they got out of second gear. Mm-hmm. Um and and they came away with a with a victory. Mm-hmm. And that is kind of that game, if any game, proved the gulf between the those top two and the and the next four, do mm-hmm. you think? Yeah. Um Else I, I need like to pick it. my stat
1: of the week, and I might have it. And but you do it at the end. I know, but if it's not my stat of the week, I want to reveal it now. Okay. But um, I think it's going to be
0: my stat of the week. As you can tell, Josh is extremely prepared this week. Um, <laughs> I have written four sides of A4. Thank you. <laughs> uh, let's move on to Sunday then. Three games on Sunday. Well, the the first
1: game we I assume we're going to talk about we just gloss over because nothing much happened. Was Newcastle? Oh, no, Man,
0: Man City. Man City. Oh. Bournemouth. Oh, we'll talk about that oh, for we're ages. T- we're saving. We're saving the best till last, Josh. Oh, for God's sake! Man City three, Bournemouth one. It's so I can see how much time we've got left and fill the rest of the Bournemouth.
1: App. were actually at home,
0: so yeah, oh yeah, you're sorry. wrong. Sorry, Bournemouth one, Manchester City three. David Silva made his four hundredth Manchester City appearance, mm-hmm. which is excellent. Um, Bournemouth went to a back five. They've never beaten Manchester City, and Howe always goes to a back five when they play Manchester City. Why?
1: And then he changed it after like twenty minutes. Yeah,
0: what's the what's the point? Just keep it the same of how you've been playing because they play well. They they know the four at the back system very well, and you know it's one of them, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. if he keeps it the same. And they lose, he can just he can hold his hands up and be like, "All right, it's it's happened now." However, if they lose with a backfire, people are going to question his tactics. And you know, he's he's such a good manager. I think Eddie Howe he'll be a top six club mm-hmm. in the near future. However, it's little things like this that me that he hasn't got the step up yet because yeah. I think that he's trying to protect his team, and actually he's not. He's doing the complete opposite of that. Um, however, at 0-0, or maybe 1-0, um, should Walker have gone? Uh, the first one was uh, a tackle on Ake, where he...
1: Yeah, so I've written here, Walker lucky to escape red card. i put bad challenge slash early accumulation. Yeah. I mean, there was definitely enough within all of the challenges put together for him not to be on the pitch.
0: Yes. I would agree. He was lucky to not get a yellow card for the first one, which meant he got a yellow card for mm-hmm. the second one. However, the question was on Match of the Day, if he gets a yellow on the first one, does he go in for the second probably one? Probably would probably say no. He's, he's a clever player. Um, Aguero's goal, um, and, and, and proven more so by the second one, he's just always there. He's just always yeah. following the ball. He's always... So Silva took the ball for the second goal, and Aguero was there like give me the ball give me the ball give me the ball like just following him it was incredible give me the ball, give me, give it me Incredible. Give,
1: yeah um and he gets so much power from no backlift yeah eyes oh, that second goal basically like Ramsdale who's done really well actually since he's come in um yeah. and the ball's just passed him like he literally there was no backlift and he's just like absolutely smashed it yeah
0: totally um, should
1: uh, I thought David Silva should have had a penalty
0: yes i agree um, if you look at the... There's like, one angle... He treads on his foot. Yeah, there's an angle where it's pretty obvious, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I think it was Jefferson Lerma. Um, should Edison have gone for his tackle on Callum Wilson? I don't know if they showed it on Match of the Day. No, I don't think they did. Um, he came out of his area and just wiped out Callum Wilson, basically. I mean, Wilson's going nowhere, so you can see why it was a yellow card. However, there By was, the way...
1: Meme of the week, Drew Wilson.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. If anybody hasn't seen that gift, will uh, that uh, thing? I'll post it on Instagram. Friday later night dinner fan. Great.
1: Unreal.
0: Um, Wilson. Great finish by Sterling. Yep. Um. But David Louise obviously his uh, Sorry, David Silva's four hundredth Man City appearance. Uh, he played very well. Should have had a penalty. Um. Tell me about like his influence, not just in this game, but on Manchester City in general.
1: Um, well, he he's been there as eight seasons. This is his eighth season, I think. Uh, and in as a player, like you look at him stature wise, and you probably think he's not going to do well in the Premier League. Like he's little, he's not necessarily that physical. Uh, when City bought him, he was maybe a player who plays in the front three, mm-hmm. more sort of out wide. But he's developed into like a central midfielder, basically. Um, he's gone through every hairdo imaginable he From has, yeah. bald to peroxide blonde or whatever uh, Great player very. I a, a cultured left foot, I believe yes. No one ever has a cultured <laughs> right foot, though, do they? No, they don't So he's a cultured left foot uh, Big fan of David Silva A nice guy, I think, as Would well Would you
0: have him... There was a, a big conversation Somebody posted being like he's the best midfielder the Premier League's ever seen, which I don't agree with. However, do you, would you have him in, like, your top ten Premier League midfielders ever? Yes. Yeah, so would I, I think. He's an extremely underrated player, in my opinion.
1: And he's, like, he's never... Uh, there's never been any, like, transfer debacles with him. I mean, he's a player that could have gone and played for Real Madrid or... Um, Barcelona.
0: Yeah. And and especially last season, or the season before, I can't remember, when he had the whole thing with his child. I just thought it was, like... The ultimate professional. Yeah, totally. He just took it so well, and uh, it was just, like, just in- incredible to see. mm mm-hmm. Um Like, in not just... It's not just the football in person that you see, it's, like, the actual man that you see, and, like, yeah, his his like whole demeanour around the club and just the way that he interacted with the fans in that period you could tell that the Man City fans just absolutely loved him because mm-hmm. there, so, there was so much support there for him and from the football community wider football community in general like not many people have that respect mm-hmm. and, and he, he had it I think he's an absolutely incredible player um, anything else to say on that game uh, no. um wolves won Burnley won uh raul Jimenez's goal after ninety six minutes and fifty five seconds was the latest k- latest score in the Premier League since when uh, uh, it was actually another penalty was it in the arsenal liverpool four four game it was not it was a lot um a lot more recent than you than you'd think it was in january twenty seventeen when Alexis sanchez scored a penalty after 97 minutes and 14 seconds for Arsenal against Burnley. Okay. I have no recollection of that. Um, Barnes scored again? Brilliant finish. Um, do you think that Harvey Barnes will do you mean um, Ashley? Ashley Barnes will sign for Manchester United in January? No why? Because he's not a very fashionable player. He's not, but he'd do a job. Yeah, he would. And he'd be able to pick him up for a reasonable fee. Probably ten million. Yeah, um, and he's got a great goal scoring record. He's got a great goal scoring record against Liverpool. They they play this weekend as well. I just don't think he's mobile enough. I just I think he's got such good feet that when you've got Martial and Rashford around you. I don't think you need to be that mobile because okay. you saw with Lukaku, like he still scored goals for, mm-hmm. for Man United. It's fun, yeah. Um, Wolves were lucky a few times, goal line clearance from Mies header and or a few other like, good opportunities for Burnley. Um, the big talking point was the penalty mm-hmm. that happened uh, as the last kick of the game. Peters, Jimenez is clever.
1: Yes. Is it a penalty? Uh, I've written here, once it's given, it's not going to be changed. (laughs) Okay. So if it's given, it's not going to be changed to not being... And if it's not given, it's not going to be changed to being given. It's not clear and obvious.
0: Okay. Okay. I thought it was a penalty every time. Because as clever as Jimenez is... And as good a game as he had, actually, I thought he was very good. Um, As good as a game he had. I just think that if you go through... It's just clumsy from Peters. And even though it's clever mm-hmm. from Jimenez, he he takes him out.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've watched this back, like, 50 times because I couldn't really make my mind up. Because there's not, like... There's minimal contact, but there's enough... Y- yeah. Jimenez has been very shrewd. That's the word I'm going to look for.
0: Yeah. Do you think that I mean there was only five minutes added on. I know it's a minimum of five minutes, mm-hmm. but to score like two minutes after.
1: But there was the big though it was being checked on VAR for quite a while.
0: Fair, Fair. Uh, three draws from three for Wolves. Um, is this played, the Europa League? They've already played eight games. I know. Do you
1: well, think... Well, now he... nine with um, a Uh, No, they won't have... Did they play this week? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then have they got to play tonight as well?
0: Yeah. Fucking hell. They're playing a lot of games. Yeah.
1: So they're already into double figures after tonight.
0: Jeez. Yeah, they played Torino Jeez. tonight. Jeez. Louise. Second leg. They won 3-2 last week in Italy. They're at home tonight. Um. Do you think that they're playing well or do you think that this is the Europa League taking its toll on Wolves? Yeah,
1: 100%. But I think they've done well not to
0: lose. Yes, definitely. Especially against Man United. I mean, it's not like they've had... They've had some... Like, a couple of tricky fixtures. The Burnley side that are playing quite well. Man United and then Leicester on the first day. I think we'll see what they're made of on Sunday when they play Everton. Uh,
1: Yeah, I think it's one of those that it's probably going to catch up with them at the back end of the season.
0: Yeah, Um, alright then the final game of the weekend unless you've got anything else to say on that Wolves have not lost at home since January a run of 10 games that's good it shows how important their home form is Um, the final game of the weekend and I've been very excited to talk about this since Sunday evening Spurs nil, Newcastle United 1 at the Spurs at White Hart Lane or whatever it's called now Maurizio Pochettino took charge of his 5th 500th game as manager on Sunday. He's won 232 of those 500 games mm-hmm. as manager, which is a pretty good record, to be honest. I wonder what that is as a percentage. It'll be... Uh, quick maths going on. 46%. So it is. That's pretty good, actually. Um, share tackle on Son... As a penalty, it wasn't given.
1: Um, I think he just got the ball first.
0: I think he just got the ball first. Of course well. you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sat here with my rose-tinted spectacles on, I have to say. However, I have tried to be um, objective this week mm-hmm. um, on on one particular decision. Um, Joe Linton's goal. Okay, the build-up for it was yes, bloody excellent. And what a pass by Atsu. I didn't know he had it in him. No, neither did I. He's, you know he's, he hasn't had a pre-season. He got injured on international duty with Garner, mm-hmm. Um And he came on last night against Leicester and he just looked knackered. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see if he plays this weekend from the start. Mm-hmm. If he does, I don't think he'll play the full ninety. Mm-hmm. But um, brilliant build-up play. Brilliant yeah. goal by Joel Linton. Mm-hmm. And he proved on... Uh, Sunday. That's that's what he can do, and I thought there was a bit of like I do was questioning his character a bit after Norwich because when he got a knock, he was like I want to go off, and he just didn't look like he was in for it. But you know what he put his he put his body on like especially in, there was a great clip on Match of the Day last minute. He's like fighting off everyone. He might be a little bit over overexuberant, but you know like he ran the ball out and he's like holding off like four Spurs players at once and that's the sort of thing we need like we need that he just needs to finish like Rondón now mhm um i don't think Newcastle looked like losing because of the the back three were unbelievable Uh dummett was unreal got my player of the week um he was won everything won every header won every tackle um and the desire of that Newcastle team just wasn't there in Spurs. And, like, Ooh. I am a little bit worried for Spurs, you know. Tyrone Mings has been called up to England squad. Fuck off. Oh, my God. Well, Sky Sources are saying yeah. that. Fucking hell. Um, Sorry. Spurs, from the last 15 Premier League games, would mm-hmm. be 18th. They won 15 points.
1: Yeah, that's I know they good, had a yeah,
0: Champions yeah. League final in that time. But that is worrying for Pochettino. Mm-hmm. Um he just didn't get his tactics right to break down Newcastle, and like I mean Pep Guardiola said it last year they just couldn't when we beat man City like they just couldn't break us down and Pochettino had the same thing kane Moura, um and uh whoever else started I think it was Lamella. Lamella. um they just didn't they just couldn't get through that Newcastle back line. I thought they were excellent um, mm-hmm. are you worried for Spurs?
1: How long has he been there? Pochettino, I think he's been there six years now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The big thing with a manager staying at a club a long time is you have to be, you have to have constant, like... You have to have turnover of players because otherwise it gets stale. And I'm just wondering if it's just getting to the stage now where maybe his ideas are a little bit stale. Hopefully. Um I just feel like his heart's not in it. Yeah, it's a difficult one. Because I think he knows ultimately he does not have the... He does not have the backing that he wants.
0: Mm. Do you think he would have taken the Real Madrid job had he been offered it? 100%. Who wouldn't? That's fair. Who wouldn't? Um, one of the big talking points at VAR talking points from the weekend was LaSalle's tackle on Kane. mm mm-hmm. Um Do you think it was a penalty? Uh,
1: I've written here, I've seen them given. Yes. But then I've also written not clear and obvious, so once it's not been given, it's not going to get changed.
0: Yeah, the thing for me is that if you watch the direction of where the ball is going, Kane falls at a 90-degree angle to mm-hmm. where the ball is going. Yeah. I agree with um, Peter Crouch that Lascelles probably knows what he's doing there. Mm-hmm. However, so does Harry Kane. Yeah. And he falls in the direction of Lascelles Lascelles is unlucky that he trips, mm-hmm. but Kane puts himself in a position there where he's going to fall over. So... I think I agree it's not a penalty I think Shearer summed it up really well um, and for me that's not a penalty and that, that's the decision where I tried to look really objectively on it I watched it multiple times mm-hmm. and from one angle it looks stonewall penalty from another angle it looks like you know one of those where mm-hmm. it could be given it could not um, Bruce's post-match comments uh, I don't know if you've heard these um, he talked about um, himself a lot as usual Um but he talked about um shutting a lot of people up, I think those are his words. I think he's just won probably one of the best like tactically one of the best games that he's ever um that he's ever managed mm-hmm. and he's still talking about shutting people up. He needs to concentrate on the football, he needs to stop letting people get to him. He talked about Michael Chopper in the week and about what he'd said. He needs to concentrate on the game. He needs to just block out all the stuff that's going on around the club. Hundred percent. And he needs to concentrate on the football because otherwise, he's going to get sucked into just a slanging match all the time, and this 100%. is not good for the club. Hundred percent. Not good for the club. Um. You know what? Like I said in the first podcast, I like the guy. I think he's a like he comes across as a really nice guy. Whether he's good enough, obviously he's pulled off this. Whether he's good enough to keep us up and, and do all the stuff that, like that, that, Rafa did, is is to be seen. But he needs to cut this out now. He just mm-hmm. needs to nip it in the bud. Because yeah. it's, otherwise, it's going to be a constant theme. He mentioned Rafa again in the press conference. Oh my god! Just like get, just carry on. You're the manager now. You're the manager now. Um. On a Newcastle related theme, you know
1: England are playing rugby at St James's Park.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's been the World Cup was at, at St James's Park. Was, Feen, yeah. Uh, and, uh, Newcastle Falcons
1: play there once a year as well. Although they
0: got relegated, so. Yeah, they're not very good. They're not going to be there this year. I think they got relegated. <coughs> yeah, they did. Um. All right. England play uh, Bulgaria and Kosovo over the next few weeks. Or, One point separates fifth to nineteenth. I yeah. know we're only three games in, but I cannot remember it being that tight. That is... Mar- Everyone's beaten everyone. I yeah. think that's the thing. Which is um, sorry, before we go on to England, start of the week. Okay, start of the week.
1: So, Mohamed Salah scored two goals this weekend. He did. Which means he is unbeaten in 28 for club and country when scoring. Between Salah, Mane and Firmino versus... Abameyang and Lacazette, mm. who has the most career? Uh, the I know ones. this. Do you want me to answer it? No, I'll I'll tell. <laughs> I will tell the the plethora of listeners that we have. <laughs> um, Salamano and Firmino total four hundred and five, and Abameyang and Lacazette total four
0: hundred and three. Oh, so it's we're there. So yes, of course, because I heard the stuff pre-game. Pre-game. So yeah, yeah. Wow, crazy. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. If you put Pepe into that, then... Then they win. They'll win. Yeah, It's mad, that, isn't Mental. it? I thought that was a good start. It's a great start. Um, all right, England squad's going to be announced in about half an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not done my uh, England squads because um, I literally couldn't care less. But do you want to run through yours? So I've tried to get into the head of Gareth Southgate. God. Um, go? And I've sort
1: of gone for what what he, what I think he might pick there's definitely going to be some uh, interesting ones so uh, just before I run down the list of names you can disagree with me and agree with me as you like I've only picked one left back because Luke Shaw and Chilwell both injured
0: uh-huh. and
1: I think this would be rather than calling up someone who maybe doesn't merit it it might actually be a good good idea to maybe try one of the right backs at left back because you never know what's going to happen in a tournament
0: yeah That's fair. And we've
1: got four... We've got four that are vying for two spots. So I feel like that would be a good thing to do. Um, I've picked a 25-man squad. I've left players out that haven't played, because why should they be called up? Uh, So in goal, I've picked Pickford, Heaton and Pope.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh,
1: Defenders, I've picked Walker, Trent, Alexander, Arnold, and I've gone for Trippier over wan just because of how he started the season for Atletico but I would not have a problem with wan Saka being I think wan Saka yeah. will
0: be in there because yeah. Southgate likes him manage him at under 21 levels well. yeah
1: so that's that's a debatable one then four centre-halves I've picked Maguire and Gomez as my starting two yeah I've not picked John Stones because he's not he's not
0: played I think he'll get picks
1: yeah so do I but I think Tarkovsky and Dunk whilst oh. I, <laughs> whilst right <laughs> yeah I know I just think he's going to pick those two but then yeah. we've seen he's picked Ming so I've sort of I'm, I'm in the right ballpark with sort yeah, of players yeah, he's yeah. picked. and then Rose is the only left back
0: yeah uh,
1: midfield midfielders I have gone for Rice Henderson sharp intake of breath Winks uh, Barkley Madison Mount and James Ward Prowse yeah that's fair. Uh,
0: you know what? That, no doubts, that, no Dyer. That inspires me a little bit. Apart from Winks and uh, Henderson, probably the rest of the midfield kind of inspires yeah. me into.
1: But we need you need to have options as to who can play at the base. Yeah. So and then forwards. Unfortunately, Nathan Redmond is out for three weeks, so Would he won't be Redmond? there. you Redmond. Yeah. Bloody hell. Over Lingard, yeah.
0: Oh yeah.
1: You know, yeah. Uh, Sterling, brother, Kane, Rashford, Sancho, Callum Wilson. Uh, I'm now going to have to put Lingard in because he'll pick him. And uh, Ashley Barnes.
0: Okay. Interesting. You think
1: uh, I have a reason. So I thought he was Swiss. No, so I did some research into this. Last season, he applied for Austrian citizenship and it was oh, rejected. Austrian.
0: Oh, right,
1: yeah. Is his mum Austrian his or something? Grandmother is Austrian.
0: Oh,
1: interesting. Um, no,
0: so, I, I wouldn't be adverse to uh, a Barnes collar. So have to say. the it's reason well.
1: I've gone for uh, so Barnes is more similar to Kane than Rashford or Wilson. Uh-huh. I think it's it's a difficult one for like Rashford. Uh, Southgate even wants to play four three three, but I don't think Kane is really suited to that. He needs a Madison in behind him yeah. to be supplying If the front him. four
0: against uh, against Bulgaria is not Sterling, Madison, Sancho and Kane, right? Mm-hmm. There will be hell on.
1: With who behind them? Just... Henderson and Rice. Just probably. not Henderson. Oh, Hen- uh, Rice I'd and go Mount
0: play. and uh, Rice. Okay. I think as much as I slagged off his decision last year to call it Mount because he was playing in the championship he's been excellent yeah. in these few games for Chelsea he's been excellent so Matt, I would say Mount and Rice and then at the back I would have uh, Walker Maguire, Gomes, Maguire Gomez Rose, Rose uh and then, um, in goal probably yeah it will be Pickford and goal but I would have Tom Heaton in goal I think he's been ex- I think he's been excellent okay. and there should be two routine wins surely yeah um, when are those games a few weeks uh, next week so there's a game this weekend and, and then, then it's international break so it's national boredom week next weekend oh, the first national boredom week of the year
1: we go beer engine and watch them yeah we will just an excuse for pizza
0: yeah and then we go on a holiday together the week after next
1: anniversary present anniversary
0: present <laughs> um, alright um, two more things to cover before the end of the pod uh, zero to hero and this week it's, your it's my turn to right first. So my zero nominees are Marco Silva, mm-hmm. Richarlison for his stupid celebration yesterday, Steve Dale, who's the buried chairman, mm-hmm. uh, Maurizio Pochettino for another poor display, Paul Pogba for just being Paul Pogba, but my winner this week is the EFL. So let okay. me explain. The EFL... Their fit and proper person's test is not a fit and proper person's test. It's, yeah, I'd agree with Do you with that. have any current convictions? No, you can own a football club. They have put two clubs, Bury and Bolton, into a position. They've let them get into a position where they're owned by people that don't want to own a football club, don't want to make money in the football club, don't want to make a successful business, but want to make money for themselves. Mm-hmm. And the question is... Does Steve Dale want Barry to collapse and fall because the land that he owns, that Barry owns, is actually worth more than the club itself? Mm-hmm. So that is the question that is being asked of of, of Barry at the moment and of Steve Dale. Now the EFL have a, a um, have a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Have like a, a they're in charge of looking after the clubs that are yeah. in there, and they are not doing that. Correct, and they need to change the laws of the game. lucardi has joined Hoffenheim on a season-long ah. loan. That's so odd. Yeah, um, they need to do more to protect the clubs because otherwise, we're going to be seeing they're in charge of four leagues of club, three leagues of clubs, mm-hmm. and if we don't see them protecting the clubs, we're going to see more and more and more yeah. things like uh, what we've seen over the last few weeks with Barry and Bolton, and that's unbelievably sad. So, yes, my zero winner or loser
1: is uh, the EFL. My nominees are Emery for some odd tactics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Man United for losing against a team that don't win at Old Trafford. Uh, Watford for just continuously losing. Yeah. And Doné for a shocking challenge. Spurs. Yeah. For being hit and miss. Uh, My winner, David Luiz.
0: Oh. For just being a clown. Classic. What a clown. Um, and your hero nominees, please.
1: Uh, again, I've got quite a few this week. Abraham and Mount for scoring the first Chelsea goals. Lampard for getting the first win. Pookie for continuing his scoring form. The longer that goes on, the more chance Norwich have of staying up in my book. Uh, Jordan Ayu for scoring after we slagged him off. Mark Noble for longevity reasons. Aller for getting his first two. Ashley Barnes for carrying on his goal-scoring prowess. Musa Gineppo for scoring on his debut. Uh, Wesley, Joel Linton, getting yes, their first Joel goals Linton. for their clubs. Uh, Harry Wilson for an absolute screamer of a free kick, carrying on his outside-the-box uh, prowess. Harvey Barnes. Fucking hell, Josh, how many for, have you got? Just for a screamer, but my winner <laughs> this week
0: is David Silva. David Silva Beautiful So my nominees I've got considerably less than you Because I've just been I'm I'm consistently going for like Three nominees Apart from this week There were so many losers That I thought You know I'm going to have a few more So my um, My heroes this week Steve Bruce You know what He's got a lot of stick But he's going in the nominees Uh, Wesley For uh, a brilliant first game Uh, A brilliant first goal and uh, an all-round brilliant performance. Tammy Abraham for um, two goals. But my hero winner this week is Bolton.
1: Yay! (laughs) Um, Oh, that
0: means I've got to vote for you, not myself. (laughs) (laughs) I've done it tactically. Tactically. Uh, No, I just think um, it's just been such a tough period for the club uh, these last, like, eight months. That um, now that it's finally sorted, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're the success story of this week, in my opinion. Um, all right, finally, it's not been going well the last two weeks. JB's tiny tip. Um, what are we going to go for? See, from? I've realised
1: I start. I, what I do is I'm basically predicting upsets. <coughs>
0: you, you are doing that. So I want to know the odds on Sheffield United to beat Chelsea. Sheffield United to beat Chelsea is 7 to 1. Sound, let's go for that. Beautiful. So, there we go. Got a pound on that. If... I'm running out of money, Josh. We said this all last year. But I'm we really running runnin out, out of money now. now. Um, We did. And you had your times last year where you did really well and times where you did shit. This is
1: why I don't gamble. Yeah. So this is why I'm continuously <laughs> this is confused. Like, you continue to ask me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Have you got anything else to say? The squad's going to be announced in about 20 minutes. We might make a little graphic for it because I'm bored. But... uh, See how many players I get right. Yeah. Um, Probably not many. Anything else to say? If Delph and Dyer are in it, I'm going to
1: commit suicide.
0: (laughs) So there's no Monday game this week, I don't think. So we're going to hopefully do a podcast on Monday possibly Tuesday um, we'll see yes. uh, and then when uh, England are playing we're going to be in Portugal so we'll do a podcast when we're in Portugal which will be fucking great sat on a sofa bed doing a podcast yeah people and we're looking do... at us like what the yeah. fuck are you doing um, we could possibly even get Callum on for that podcast and Phil I don't know, yeah. Phil knows nothing about football it would um, be amusing it would be amusing um, but that is absolutely beautiful uh, thank you very much everybody for listening and, oh, I've got, just to finish off the podcast, we, t- we were talking about Jesse Lingard before. Mm-hmm. In the last six seasons, this is my stat of the week. Is this about Adam Johnson? Premier League assists in the last six seasons. Jesse Lingard, 10. Adam Johnson, 11. Adam Johnson has been in jail for the past three years. Thank you <laughs> yeah, for yeah, listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, we'll see you all next week. Winner. Bye.